You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I am fantastic. My uh, brave one last night, and who am I tired? Man, I was up all night with that, literally, and didn't sleep much, and uh, now i got to beat LSU on Saturday. I swear I don't get it. I don't get the Braves' love from the from the entire world. I, I think it's a pretty cool story, but I, I just don't understand why everybody in the state of Alabama loves the Braves. I, I do get it in the sense that everybody grew up watching it with their me, Ma and Papa and all that stuff. And they're the closest professional baseball team. And yada, yada, yada. But people are treating it. People are treating it like Alabama won a national championship or Auburn won a national championship. I, I just, I don't, I can't understand it. I mean, I just don't get it, but um Regardless, I want to thank everybody for making this place the first place you listen when it comes to Alabama or any podcast ever. Thank you guys so much. Also, want to let you know this episode is brought to you by McDonald's. I'll talk about them in just a minute. Um, Jimmy, lots of places to go here. We definitely want to talk about the college football playoff, but I'm going to start on a somber note. Um, Henry Ruggs, this situation is absolutely atrocious for everybody involved. I do not want to um, slight the victim who perished in the car wreck that apparently he caused. I don't want to slight them at all uh, by not really by focusing, excuse me, on Henry Ruggs, but that's the Alabama tie-in. So I think that's where I'll focus. There apparently is a report out now that, and I'll just read this straight from uh, the report, former Raiders uh, wide receiver Henry Ruggs, and it is former Raiders because they have released him, is accused of driving at 156 miles per hour seconds before the crash. He was at 127 miles an hour when the airbags deployed. His blood alcohol level was one point, excuse me, 0.161, which is more than twice the legal limit. A loaded gun was also found in the car. Oh, my God. I, I I mean, Jimmy, you're the law-talking guy. You tell me. I mean, what is he looking at here? Well, most likely, uh, and you always have to – here's two things that could happen uh, for Henry. Uh, and, again, I share your thoughts. The real victim here is is the deceased and, and her uh, family. That's the real victim. Uh, they were – an innocent party and, uh, and, and gosh, uh, just horrible. Uh, for Henry, uh, he could be looking at a minimum of two and as much as 20 years in prison. Uh, this is treated much more harshly these days than in the old days. And uh, those facts all lined up. The guns are relevant, you know, to, to, to the, I don't, I don't think that'll be a factor in sentencing. It's just, you know, uh, the speed and and the level of drunkenness uh, are all going to be factors in in the sentencing. Um, it also, it's going to it sounds like it's going to be very difficult to mount a, an innocent defense uh, that that he's wrongly accused. Um, and and Henry's very likely looking at prison. Now that's it. Not that this would be the ideal result, but. 
this happens sometimes when the wealthy commit uh, crimes. First of all, they'll have an outstanding lawyer uh, that will have a lot of experience in dealing with such things. And I think what could happen, and again, this is a could, this is total speculation, and maybe maybe the victim's family will have no interest in this, but if the victim's family is interested in a large, large uh, civil settlement uh, by agreement, um, the case could be made to her family that the only way that Henry can pay a reasonable and large civil settlement is if he continued to play football. Um, it could be that the victim's family might might be on on board with that uh, in order to gain because because Henry for Henry to accumulate millions of dollars he has to continue to play football. He will not accumulate millions of dollars sitting in a prison cell. In fact, what little he has. Uh, will be uh, gone to legal fees and fines and restitution and everything else. So it has happened in the past, Luke, that very wealthy people who have committed these crimes have come up with settlements with the victim's family. Then the victim's family works with the DA's office to urge them to uh, to not seek prison time, that the family would be better off uh, if Henry was not in prison and was on the football field earning money. Now, the curveball with that is the NFL may say, no, this person's not playing in the National Football League this year or anytime soon. Um, so a lot of moving parts to that. I would just say if Henry avoids jail time, it would be something along those lines. Um, but it's just a horrible situation, particularly when you factor in, Luke, that you know, everybody that knows Henry, we, we don't, me and you don't, but we know people who do. And Everyone that knows Henry speaks really well of him. This sounds like a decision he made while drunk. And that is not an excuse. But what's also not, he wasn't, you know, Ted, Bund Ted Bundy hunting lives, uh, you know, with a rope and a knife. He made a mistake. Uh, it was a really, really, really terrible mistake. And He's clearly paying for it. Oh, man, I hurt for him. And when you consider that he lost his best friend very um, infamously um, back in high school, you would think um, maybe it's I, – I, Jimmy, I just don't know. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for the victim, I know. And that's the first thing everybody says – when you say it's heartbreaking, everybody goes, what about the victim? Agreed. It's awful. I can't imagine. I would, that's the headliner. If, if that's it were the headliner children, to anyone that's reasonable. Yeah, if it were one of my children that Henry had had uh, killed, I, I probably would never, I, I would wish tons of ill will on him, whatever he can get. I mean, I understand it. I understand the angst. Um, however, I think that it's also reasonable to, to say that, Boy, this this decision, as poor as it was, as poor as it was, there was no, uh, I, I doubt there was any malicious intent at all. And I think it was just, boy, just a, a horrible moment that is going to potentially ruin his life as well. And again, I understand he killed someone. I get it. I think that's awful. I just, I think it's okay to feel sorry, incredibly sorry for the victim and the victim's family. And at the same time, feel sorry for Henry Ruggs, who had worked his way um, into a situation where he was going to be set for life if he just didn't do something like this. 
So, Jimmy, um, yeah, we'll go ahead and take a break on that note because it uh, deserves a break. So let's go ahead and speaking of breaks, let's go to McDonald's. Look, uh, McDonald's used to have a, a slogan about a break. You deserve a break today, wasn't that McDonald's? Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, the you deserve a break today thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, McDonald's, that's old. That's old, isn't it? I know. But I'm trying to segue here, help a brother out. Um, so McDonald's used to be, you deserve a break today. And now it's, I'm loving it. And I am loving it. I love McDonald's. I go there and just get the French fries. I don't even worry about the fact that, um, you know, I'm a little bit older. I, those French fries are good to me and, uh, my heart loves them. So I'm going to have their French fries all the time. Uh, McDonald's is, is the place to go. If you need dependable Wi-Fi as well, and you just want to like chill for a minute, got to get out of the office, you need a snack or you just want a quick burger, or you want uh, McNuggets, whatever you want, go to McDonald's and get it. That place is awesome. They're everywhere. You literally have one on every street corner. So go check out McDonald's. Um, you're loving it. I'm loving it. We're all live, loving it. Da, 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 da. I can sing just like everybody else. Go to McDonald's, check them out, get uh, some delicious, again, French fries, hamburgers, milkshake, McFlurry, whatever you want. And they'll have all the breakfast stuff, too, like an Egg McMuffin. I'm not an Egg fan, but you probably are. I love their sausage biscuits, though. And those hash browns, I love the way they do the hash browns, like in the Oval. That's great. Go to McDonald's. Check them out. Also, I want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the place to go when you want to put a bet in and you want to win some money. Like, for instance, if you had bet on the Atlanta Braves to win the World Series a long time ago, you could have got some great odds on that because they did win the World Series. And congrats, Atlanta fans. Still don't get the love for them, but whatever. Uh, you can also bet on the Alabama Crimson Tide. You can bet against the Auburn Tigers. You can bet on whatever you want to at betonline.ag. Go check them out. Use promo code locked on to get that bonus. Promo code locked on will get you a 50% bonus at betonline.ag. Go check them out. Use that promo code locked on. You can bet on reality TV, college basketball. That's starting up next week. College football, NFL football, futures. You can play book, poker, blackjack, bet on reality TV, whatever you want at betonline.ag. You'll love this website. Go to it now. All right, Jimmy, um, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about the college football playoff rankings. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say this. I was in Indianapolis yesterday. That's where we recorded the uh, podcast that went off the rails yesterday. Um, and I, so I was in my hotel room. Uh, I was trying to get to bed early because I had a flight at 3.30 this morning. And um, I was like, well, I got to stay up and watch college football playoffs. And um, when it got down to, you know, they showed Georgia. And I was, they were like, okay, let's go. Who's number two? I was really, I swear, this may be the worst thing, but I was like, don't put us number two. I just don't want to deal with the backlash. Don't put us number two. Oh, shit, you put us number two. I, I, I have no problem saying I would not put us number two. I would not. Now, I do. I think we're the second best team in the country. Yes, I do. I think Georgia's the best. I think we're second best. That's that's fine. Um, I would have put Michigan State probably number two. Um, oh. Or I might have even put Oregon number two, frankly. Uh, I would have had Alabama in the top four. There's no doubt. Uh, I don't know where I would have put them, but I wouldn't have had them too. Now that may be where the where I differ from the CFP committee because they probably looked at Bama, Michigan State, Ohio State, Oregon, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, um, Michigan, and and probably had them in a jumble and were like, okay, 
all these teams, they all have their pluses. They all have their minuses. So let's talk about who we would take if like there was a round robin tournament. Okay. Everybody's like, okay, I'd, I'd unanimously take Alabama, which I get. Okay. Then they'd probably say, okay, now, so take Alabama out of the equation, put them at number two, and then start uh, add it, looking at the uh, resumes. And then from that point forward, I kind of think they got it right. I, Cincinnati people think they got shafted, and Tim Brando's losing his hairpiece. But, you know, so what? Uh, Cincinnati doesn't deserve to be any higher than that. They haven't done anything, and they don't have the brand. Everybody can bitch about the brand all they want to. They don't have it. There's no brand there. Okay, was, boy, was that your uh, was that your comment on all that? <laughs> <laughs> There's no brand there. Thank yeah. you, and that'll do it well, for no, one Bama, folks. <laughs> no, my comment. Do you think this is a good, you know, to to, to shut up the Brandos and the Canels and the Clats? Uh, do you think this is a, a unique argument? I'm I'm trying I'm trying to conjure up, and I'm going to say it wrong. And I think some somewhere in here is a good argument to make. Somewhere is. You know, um, the Dodgers and, and the Giants won 106 games. I think it was 104, 106 games and uh, had the best record. And, of course, they lost in the playoffs and the, and the Braves were world champs. And I don't think anyone's going to argue that the Braves didn't deserve it simply because they won 88 regular season games compared to other teams, like I said, like the Dodgers and Giants who won 104. But the next time someone argues that a Cincinnati – for instance, should be in. I wonder if you should argue, you should retort that, you know, there is a Class A team in Florida that's in the minor leagues of the Tampa Rays, and they won 77% of their games, a far greater winning percentage this season than anyone in Major League Baseball. They won 77 percent of their games they were something like 58 and 14 some ridiculous one loss right 58 and 14 so um why aren't they in the major league playoffs why didn't they make the major league playoffs I asked him brandon why, why aren't they in the major league playoffs and you he know, would say that's idiotic they're in the minor leagues they don't play a major league schedule aha aha they don't play a major league schedule so they can't be in the major league playoffs. Well, here's the other side. Yeah, I do totally get it. And here's the other side that, you know, I think we were on track to have this 12-team playoff, which I I think 12 is too many, but whatever, until people started forming these various alliances, which sort of threw threw a monkey wrench into everything. And now we've got all this – uh, conference realignment, and Cincinnati, oddly enough, is going to join the Big 12. And if Cincinnati were in the Big 12 and had the same record, they would be in the top four. Now, it, I'm going to – I know somebody could say, well, Oklahoma has that record. They're not in the top four. I would assume that Cincinnati would do better against a Kansas or something and, and against a Tulane, although they did play Tulane, didn't look great anyway. But um, point being that if Cincinnati wins out, they, they need help. They, and I think that's very fair. It's not fair that Alabama has to go on the road to Auburn, to A&M, to uh, where else we go? Uh, help me, Jimmy. Uh, Florida. And um, one other place. Where the hell else we go? Mississippi State. Uh, Auburn. We should no, – yeah. Mississippi okay. State. We shouldn't have Auburn? to go to those four places 
Um, and and Cincinnati gets to go to Tulane or Tulsa or wherever the hell they go, and they go, okay, y'all have lost a game, and we haven't, so we we're the same. No, you're not the same. And and here's the other thing: if Alabama wins out, they won't be number two; they'll be number one. And if Alabama loses to Georgia, and I I believe even by a field goal, assuming there isn't mass chaos, Alabama will be out of the playoffs, and I think they should be. So it doesn't really matter. So put your arms down, quit worrying about it, and and you know focus on something else. Focus on getting your own team better. But Cincinnati, maybe this will also serve as a wake up call for them. Um, maybe it'll serve as something to go. Okay, we've got to uh, guys we got to start beating the shit out of people because, see, here's the thing. We're, we haven't been beating the shit out of people. We've looked bad against um, Navy, against Tulane. So let's let's start trying to beat people as badly as we can because all we have left is Tulsa at home, at South Florida, SMU at home, and at ECU. Now, SMU is not bad, but they ain't real good. I mean, they've got a, they've got, they've only lost one game, and that's to, I think they've only lost one game. Uh, yeah, Houston. To Houston. Yeah. And that's it. So, um, you know, they got to, uh, they got to hope SMU keeps winning. They, SMU's at Memphis and TC and UCF at home before they get to them. And my guess is one of those two is going to get them. So if that's the case, and Cincinnati's not going to have a lot to hang their hat on. That's exactly right. I mean, and, and hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not viciously anti-Cincinnati. I actually think they're a good team. And Me I too. just want to see how it all plays out before we all panic. And Joel Klatt in particular was furious about the rankings last night. And I asked a simple question that got dozens and dozens of likes, by the way, from people I don't know. Uh just saying, you know, he's so upset about the, the, the rankings and, and, and how they're biased and all that. I'm like, Joel, in which season did the committee send the wrong four teams to the playoffs? Which, which year are you upset? Or are you just going to be upset about midseason rankings or early season rankings? And that upsets you. The committee's job is not to correctly and accurately predict who is going to be in the playoffs. It's the rankings as of today. But their job is to send the four best teams to the playoffs at the end. And thus far, after seven years of doing it, I personally think they've gotten it right every single year. There's only been a couple of minor controversies. But most of the time, if not all of the time, the committee has gotten it right. So why on earth are you upset on November 2nd? when it's not even really the committee's primary job. Uh, that's just bizarre to me. And again, these same people that are mad at where Alabama is ranked, these same people would bet their own money on Alabama to beat anyone in college football other than Georgia. The same people that are like, you can't put them at number two. Well, who should be at number two? Michigan State. Well, if Alabama played Michigan State, who's going to win? Well, Alabama, but that doesn't matter. Well, hell yes, it matters. It matters at least a little bit because we're looking for the best teams. We're looking for the best teams. All right, buddy, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about something Ed Orgeron talked about again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jimmy, um, Eddie O uh, had some comments about – 
about what's, you know, he, I guess he just has a regular press conference. Um, and I'm just going to go through these and then let you comment after I get done with them. When it comes to Cordell Flott, who's from Mobile, very good player. He said he's very questionable, very questionable. I doubt he's going to play. So that means I believe that LSU will be without four of their starters of their five starters in the defensive backfield against Alabama, which is a pretty good passing team. And guys like John Mechie are getting better. And so is Treshawn Holden along with Jameson Williams. So not good news necessarily for them. Uh, on the importance of the running game against Alabama, he says we have to run the football. We have to be 50-50. That sounds like a very bad very idea. <laughs> he said we can't. Yeah, we can't be one-dimensional. I think they have to be one-dimensional. I think they have to run the football well and control the clock. That's what I think. Um, on Alabama's defensive line, very impressive. They always have every year I've been here. They coach They coach great. They recruit great. They've got some of the best linemen in the country. Uh, all these are kind of boring. I wish, I wish I'd read them before I started reading this. Um, on his post-game <laughs> speech at Alabama in 2019, he said that was something that was made in the privacy of a locker room. I wish it wouldn't have gotten out. I meant no disrespect to anybody at Alabama. I wish that wouldn't have – I just wish that wouldn't have got one. I don't know what that means. That was not supposed to get out. It wasn't intended to. Well, how do you – it's – whenever somebody says – have you ever seen a mob movie and they always go, no disrespect? They're about to disrespect the hell out of you. When somebody the says, word, I don't biggest, mean disrespect – The biggest language – the biggest word in the English language is but. That's right. No disrespect, but. Yeah. I didn't intend it to come out that way, but. I'm not a racist, but. The but is big. The but yeah. is big. Ed's butts are big. I mean, and he likes big butts, and he cannot lie. <laughs> that was terrible. I didn't mean any disrespect when I said F you roll tide. I didn't yeah. mean any respect. I didn't mean any disrespect when I said F you Alabama. I didn't mean any disrespect when I said let's go celebrate on their logo because this is our house now. I, I didn't mean any disrespect when I said any of that. Well, okay. I mean, he he's really just the worst. I mean, it would. It, I think people would. Re, I'm no disrespect, Coach O, but I think we would all respect you more if you said. Hey, it was caught in the heat of the moment. I said what I said. Uh, it was a mistake. I own it. I did say it. And um, I apologize to the good people at Alabama. No, instead he was like, ooh, wish that, hey, whoever got that out's a son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> or is, I'd be fine with, I don't know why everybody's got to dance around everything. Why don't you just say, hey, at LSU, we got to beat Alabama. And we have a hard time beating Alabama. They're very good. Uh when you lose to them constantly on the field and you lose to them in recruiting for the recruits you want, you, you sort of stop liking them so much. You, you sort of start hating them because they're, they're the reason things aren't working out there. So do I hate them? Uh, yeah, I do. Is it fair or logical? No. Did they do anything wrong? No. But do I hate them? Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> Say that. Yeah. That's, that's fine. fine. I, get, I get that. And, again, we I respect that. We may not like it, but we respect it. I get it. I mean, that's what I said. I don't know why people get upset about that. Not everybody has to be an Alabama fan. I mean, let the Alabama fans be Alabama fans. Everybody else can go be fans of their own place. I don't care what fans of LSU or Tennessee or Missouri or Washington or East Carolina think of Alabama. Why would we care about that? 
right, buddy. Do you think Tomorrow they care what we, we think about them? Well, I mean, does East Carolina fans stay up at night going, what does Alabama think of us? What about Alabama fans? What do they think of us? Well, we really don't. We think about us. That's the way it's supposed to work. All right, buddy. Tomorrow we will have our predictions. So until then, roll tight. Roll tight.